everybody, welcome back to another episode of Spatula Stories. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because today we're diving into the seasons and we're going to be talking about fall, but it's going to be a fun fall Q&A. Typically, I start us off with like an opener question, but because today's episode is like filled with questions, we're not going to do that. So we'll just dive straight on into the question. So the first question is, what fall traditions did you have growing up? Now, don't everyone speak all at once? <laughs> I feel like someone always makes that joke. Almost everything. Really? Yeah, Pastor Ben made it, I think. Like, almost everybody makes that joke. Do we all get a little shy? It's always the first question, too. It's yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, the last thing is like, it's stop talking. So, it's just like, it's like, there's always that shh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's part of our charm, everyone. It's charm. It takes it's a little bit charm. to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> We're like turtles. We're like a morning car. Like, it's yeah. like a good little pumpkin pie. Oh, it takes a little time. Okay. Okay. nice, nice segue. <laughs> segue, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, David, it sounds like you have One fall themed ideas. You're thoughts. talking about traditions, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, and I don't do this anymore, but I'll probably keep it with my future kids, Lord willing, is like the pumpkin carving. Mm-hmm. That was always such a. Um, a fun time like we would start doing it probably like mid-october and our dad would like pick up a few pumpkins from work and then Aww. we would just like put them all out he'd get like one for each of us too which is like crazy to think about eight pumpkins but we all like would a carve lot of our pumpkins. own did yeah, you guys yeah. put them all out on the well, porch or anything well as kids yeah yeah, we put them out on the porch as kids okay. we always used to write in sharpie like on the pumpkin oh, and then our dad fun. would cut it out because we weren't like good at cutting it out but eventually it got really fun when we got older and we were like we would do some crazy artistic some of them, like my younger sisters were really good with like carving pumpkins but i don't know it was like a very like fun time just like everyone's getting around and you would scoop out all the seeds and mm. clean out your pumpkin and it was just, like we would eat like pumpkin themed snacks too mm, and that is really fun this is fun i liked it can i ask two clarifying questions yeah. i just realized like <laughs> so do you define like is fall defined by like the time of the year or is it defined by like what it feels like at like is it like the leaves changing the weather or is it just like it's between august to december i can speak for californians Mm. Mm. but not the bay area californians um northern Californians, Mm. northern californians and southern californians because i lived in socal Mm. for four years um so i would say it's like a mixture of the two Mm. like you're following by the calendar but not really because Mm. Fall in Northern California is a little bit delayed. Usually you think fall starts in September, somewhere in September, Mm. right? September, October, November is technically fall or autumn. Mm. Um, In SoCal, it's just still warm. And then there are changes, but it's still, it's pretty, it's still sunny and warm. And then January hits and it's raining and everyone doesn't know how to drive. (laughs) Um, And then it stops raining for for the rest of the year. Um, but in Northern California, it's like a mixture of the two. Uh, I, I grew up closer inland, um, and their September was usually really, really hot. So it still felt like summer, but then half somewhere between September before, right before we got to October, I went really, it switches really quick and it gets, starts getting really cold and then you start feeling fall come and then the leaves start to change and you have, it looks, it looks like autumn. Like you, you know, you're ready. And then everyone's wearing the sweaters, and it's like we've all agreed that this is autumn. It's mm. oh, like a general consensus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Autumn yeah. is here. Okay. Um, 
how did I what well, can you repeat the question? Oh, like um favorite fall tradition ah, growing okay. up. Okay. Uh definitely Romanian American person over here. So mm-hmm. um we did not do Halloween in any sense of the word. I wish James were here because he would totally <laughs> concur. Um, we were definitely the people where um, your lights were out on Halloween day. Like we had no Halloweeners because our porch light was off that one day of the year. Um, but I'm a big fall person. I love fall, the, the cozy feelings. And um, growing up, something we did, um, we did not carve pumpkins that was really cute david but we did not do that what we did with pumpkins instead was uh the day after halloween like pumpkins are super cheap so my mom would like buy up a bunch of pumpkins and we would get the seeds and like harvest the seeds and roast them and it's delicious Mm -hmm. um we didn't even start consuming pumpkins until like the last five years like my mom's like well now clearly this is a snack for the chickens we had chickens growing up, and the chickens would love pumpkins. So the chickens celebrated uh, fall way, way, <laughs> way, before, <laughs> way before we ever did. Pumpkin. At least when it comes to pumpkin things. Um, but yeah, so that we and Thanksgivings and fall. I love Thanksgiving. Um, would always come home for Thanksgiving, even during college, and even being out here in SF. Um, love the baking, love the spices, mm-hmm. uh, autumn spices that come with the season, and just like the coziness of it. People are starting to come inside more, and like even the food and recipes kind of change that you're making. At least that's the way I can think about it. Um, big fan of fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say just for the record, pumpkin seeds, amazing, Delicious. underrated. Yeah, <laughs> roasted up some pumpkin seeds. So good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But so, so very good. underrated. Very underrated. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I too did not celebrate Halloween because we grew up I grew up in a Slavic house. Yeah, we grew up Russian. We did not celebrate Halloween. Yeah. But we had so f- for uh in October we would celebrate something called um if you translate it, it would be called the harvest. So it or in in Russian we called it'd be called Jatva. So it's um essentially our ch- my the church I grew up in, um we would the church would get decorated fall. Like literally we'd have all this produce in the sanctuary in the front and it's decorated. And then everyone, whoever was in charge of decorating got really creative. Like one year someone brought a cart and it was just like this whole f- harvest theme. Uh. Um, and it's equivalent to Thanksgiving. Um, and so what we would do is like the church would get like decorated. We'd have this beautiful, like there'd be vegetables and fruit and pumpkins and gourds. And then the walls would get covered with like autumn leaves. Like it was like every, all the ladies would dress like all, and the guys would all dress up really nice because it's also a Slavic church. And so you bring your A game for your clothing, especially on holidays, um, and then, so we'd have a church service, and then afterwards, the whole church, we'd have, like, a, pretty much Thanksgiving. Oh, that's really cool. In October. Um, in the beginning of October, that's—or uh, no, uh, end of September, October, depending where it would land. And um, that's kind of the, I guess, like, fall tradition. And I haven't actually been to one in so long. Or my—the church I grew up in had a service, but I wasn't able to go. I was kind of bummed because I was like, man, I haven't gone in so long. I miss celebrating it with everyone because um, it's it's just a lot of fun. And yeah, that's, I guess, in a way, like a fall tradition. And then um, 
yeah, but we, yeah, we didn't celebrate Halloween, didn't do the pumpkin carving or anything. Um, yeah, but it was, that was like the big thing in the fall. And that's harvest. like, yeah, the harvest. Out of curiosity, why, why, why is Halloween not a thing in like Romania or Russia? I know it's like obviously not a thing <laughs> around the world, clearly, but like, because you grew up in Atlanta, right? And I did. So like, yeah. What was? Sh- sure. And I think. It's not probably exclusive even just to like ethnic churches. I think there was probably um, a good percentage of like Christians who don't um, engage with Halloween that way. Mm. I think for us, it was more focused on like the the spooky roots (laughs) associated Mm. with Halloween. Mm -hmm. That yeah, it um, the ways. I mean, the ways that you can look at it, even historically, like. Um, say that uh, Halloween has roots in, I'll just say spooky things. Okay. And my parents are like, the devil? No. <laughs> so, okay, and, that's yeah, like I yeah. totally, I, and as an adult, I don't even like resent it. Like, oh man, I wish I could have, you know, dressed up. And I, I don't uh, condemn if anyone does. Like, I think there's definitely room even in like a evangelical way or just hey it's we're dressing up as like ketchup bottles like mm. good for you like that's cute and <laughs> <laughs> um but it's not my default i think and yeah. so i yeah <laughs> I, I i have since like participated in different like halloween-esque things but mm-hmm. usually it's pretty um <laughs> it's pretty g pretty right yeah. <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. like i think one year i dressed up as a flamingo i was stunning <clears throat> and then uh, yeah one year i was yeah. a banana I think Halloween is also just a very mid holiday. That might be a hot Ooh, take. That's it's a hot take. It's a it's a take I'm standing by. It's very mid. It's like which is average, not good. just mid. It's like whatever. It's is, it, yeah. is it like St. Patrick's Day? I, like after, after I got off to like my childhood. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. It just I feel like it's the fall's version of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's well, just there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? Someone say something about St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> yeah, wait, when is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day? is probably one of the greatest holidays Are you Irish? St. Patrick's Day is amazing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, like, you're going meh about Halloween. Is it like St. Patrick's Day or like April Fool's? Well, St. Patrick's Day is not meh. Oh, wow. What? St. Patrick's Day. Very well, off topic, but St. Patrick's Day is not mid. Uh, <laughs> I think the celebration's mid. It's very. It depends on where you. If you're like, Irish, yeah, yeah, but then uh, like if you go to the city of Chicago, everyone's Irish. It's not possible, or like mm. Boston, like it's not possible. Mm. Everyone's all of a sudden Irish, but they're like I don't know. Okay, sorry, I've, I've totally driven no, this off the rails. <laughs> what ranking does Halloween have? For me, in my heart, it's the same level as St. Patrick's Day. Whoa. <laughs> I kind of agree. No comment. I, I, I agree. I'm in, good it's there. Cool. I agree. It's great. I'm excited for the day after Halloween when all the candy goes on clearance. Like 50% and I will take it because mm. I'm not paying full price for candy. I, I, I totally have a childhood memory where my parents were not a fan of us eating like candies that had like ghoulish things on it. They're like, that's like a devil. Why are you consuming a Reese's shaped like a devil? And I'm like, good point, mom. I'm. Why am I consuming a Reese's? <laughs> but that goes into a whole different. The day after Halloween, though, yes. very exciting. And Valentine's Day. Exactly. You you Those you understand after yeah. that. <laughs> understand. Don't they hike the price first of all? So even when they bring it down, it's not by that much of a difference, right? No, you really? could buy like really? the big bags of candy for yeah. really good prices. Oh, yeah. I have to take advantage. Hit candy target, is like my breakfast, lunch, and Halloween. dinner, and See? I have not been taking advantage of this. <laughs> I just feel better paying. Less, because yeah. I know I will consume it in like a day, and that's not healthy. 
Mm. You know, yeah. we can, anyways, right. you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I feel better about consuming the candy, but like knowing I didn't like pay full spend price. like an arm and a leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I also like day after Christmas candy. That's a special, special mm. spot too. Yeah. Mm. yeah, truly. Okay. Yeah. So what is, you guys already kind of touched on this, but what is your favorite fall activity? <sighs> I okay so I my family isn't really up they're not people who like love traditions like we have a couple like we Thanksgiving we try to gather but my family is so huge that we've kind of like branched off into our own little like clans um because there's n- no one's house is big enough to host all of us yeah. it's just not realistic um but we would we'd all kind of gather and we'd um usually have like Thanksgiving um, and so I really do appreciate, I guess, that activity of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. of gathering. But we also n- don't do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Ooh. We do it like two days later <laughs> um, with my my immediate and extended mm-hmm. family, with whoever we're, whoever's free or things like that. And then with my – the tradition that I've decided to kind of pick up is that I bake a honey cake, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, just – Honey, it's just pure sugar. There's a bunch of layers. Um, it's an Eastern European cake. And so I've started I started doing that back in 2018, 2019. Um, and it's kind of stuck where my family now asks me of like, hey, are you gonna are you gonna bake this year? But it's like they don't just ask directly of like, hey, can you make the cake? It's like, like, so what are you thinking? Are you gonna make a cake? I'm like, can you just ask me directly? Like, Please. Just be like, you do you you wanna know? I can tell, but you're too afraid to ask me like that's kind of cute. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm getting the hint. Do you want me to bake a cake? Um, so I baked that for uh, Thanksgiving and now Christmas. Um, and I enjoy baking around the holidays. Yes. People who've, who've gotten gifts for me know mm-hmm. um, that Christmas I try to feed everyone. Um, so I guess I really like that tra- tradition that uh, at some point I get to see some extended family or that there's more baking and... Um, I think the other thing I like is that the day after Thanksgiving, we usually put up the tree mm. or the day huh. of Thanksgiving, like after we've eaten, we're like, okay, tree time. And we pull it out. Support this a lot. Yeah. yeah. We just jump into Christmas. It's like just decided. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to add on that point too. We also, our tradition was like the day after Thanksgiving, we'd go, cause we're also very purists mm-hmm. about our Christmas trees. So we always cut them down or like wow. do it to the tree farm. Wait, where do you go? There's a place in Pacifica. I don't even know it's still. It's actually outside of Pacifica now. I think it's it's past like the over that big and mountain of Pacifica. Too, I think it's so. called like in the Half Moon Bay area. Mm. Yeah. And so we'd always drive over there. We had a bit van and we'd just shove it over the seats <laughs> of like our van and we would sit on the sides of the tree and there's always to like get a hit. fern. Or <laughs> I think ever, like it's like a really car. smell. I yeah. can't remember which one it is, but it was like we had you can also make like tea out of the leaves. But that was like oh. the biggest I think that might be the favorite part of fall is like the day after Thanksgiving, because like that's also when the Christmas music could come out. Because we're also purists on that. <laughs> All these With holidays joy. are coming up, and I'm so excited for them. Like so I'm excited too. It also a little sad, but I'm excited. Mm. I- Sorry, <laughs> I just remembered another thing. Uh, my another thing. Okay, I've learned to like it. I used to hate it as a kid. My mom makes this um, Thanksgiving. I'm I'm putting it in the fall mm. activities. She makes this. It's only at this time that she makes. I, she's never makes it any time. 
um, this like jelly and it has uh, cranberries in it and other fruits. Ooh. And it's it's like this, I don't even, it's not a jelly. It's a, like a, a, a preserve thing. I don't know, but it, she makes it for Thanksgiving and this is the thing she makes. And it's the only time that it happens. And when I was a kid, I hated it because it was just like too many textures. And mm. now I'm kind of like. No, I'm I'm so That's excited for this thing because it's got cranberries and some orange zest, and um, I have the picture in my brain of what it is. I don't remember what else it is, so that's the end of that. Mm. I want that recipe. That sounds <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yeah. Huge cranberry fan. Yeah, it's like a relish. There we go. <gasps> kind of a fruity re- tart. And now relish. I want a scone. Joe looks scarred. <laughs> Joe looks like There's worried. No like, what is this you speak of? <laughs> okay, so David already got us started on this, but Oops. what are your fall hot takes? He already said oh. Oh, Halloween is mid. So. Uh, <laughs> I am not a fan of pumpkin spice lattes or pumpkin spice. <laughs> That's oh. a bad take. That's that a good example I, of a bad oh. take. <laughs> <laughs> Share more, Olga. Tell us more. I'm just not here for it. I It's too much pumpkin. I'll do apple spice, but even oh, then I want to okay. eat the apple spice. I don't want to smell like it i don't want my house to smell like it i want to eat it pumpkin spice lattes are usually i just i i don't know i don't i maybe it's me just going i don't want to be known as the pumpkin spice latte gal so you don't be <laughs> she does not want to be basic i take this yeah, title. It's okay. I, I live with that title Aww. i'm a seasonal starbucks drinker i only go when they have like the good drinks the pumpkin spice latte peppermint irish cream cold brew those are the two but can't you get that all year round the Irish cream? Can, that'd be great if The I, pumpkin if cold brew is good, too. Oh, Joel, do you oh, have a pumpkin spice? Oh, there you go. <laughs> PSL boys. Oh. <laughs> PSL boys. They found each other. You guys, hold the fort. I will um, not be driving I, I'm a fan of pumpkin spice, autumn spice things. I think it's marketed to like a crazy extent because pumpkin mm-hmm. spice is not pumpkin it's like all the things that we associate with it but like pumpkin does not taste like cinnamon right no um i feel like it's, it's a misnomer we gotta rebrand somehow i digress my hot take is <laughs> but i actually love pumpkin spice lattes but they're so sugary they're so sweet i don't always know if it's actually good coffee but i'll indulge once uh i'll indulge once a season i'm like okay like i'll have one and like that satisfies like that Seasonal craving, though, I had an autumn spice milkshake from Chick-fil-A this week, and it was delicious. Sumi, I think you would like it. No, I could go for an autumn spice. Yeah, it was autumn spice. But if it was labeled pumpkin spice, I'd be like, no. It was not. It was It tastes like cinnamony. I feel like there's a little bit of cardamom in there. It was really good. Cardamom. It, it was a little. Yeah, I think it was. It was super sweet, but it was delicious. Like I would gladly drink another one. Big fan. So hot take, Chick Fil A might be better than Starbucks. Well, it's not. It's a, hang on, <laughs> it's not. It's not coffee. It's riling everybody. It's a, it's a milkshake, but there's like cookie crumbs in there. Mm. It's really good. I think you'd like it. This is gonna turn out to Joel be a very controversial podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I PSLs won a season. I, I appreciate the heart behind a PSL. I just mm. it's not necessarily good coffee, but it's it can be yummy. Yeah, mm. Joel's nodding. I feel like I just got a huge stamp of approval. He's a coffee guy. I'll take apple spice. Yeah, but even I, I don't want to drink it. I want, I, I just want to eat it. Like I feel like I associate fall with eating. Hmm. I like the (laughs) spiciness of fall food. Yeah, 
the spice of <gasps> Speaking mm. of fall food, salt and straw, Thanksgiving ice cream flavors are coming. Mm-hmm. Ooh, drum roll. Do we know any of them? Really Mashed potatoes. Oh, that Turkey. sounds not good. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin flavor is good. <laughs> I know. It's actually, the their pumpkin my- one is good and it's vegan. Oh, it's okay. Nice. It didn't have to be vegan. <laughs> um, but okay. I'll let the vegans have some pumpkin. I <laughs> yeah, true. exactly. Let them have some fun. You know? That's, I, I want vegans to have a lot of fun. Um, people who are like dairy restricted, absolutely. Mm. But like. You can also just make a regular one too. We can have both. We can have both. <laughs> yeah, that's my take. Um, wow, this is um, going to turn out to be a very controversial. For those of you who are not local, Salt and Straw. It's a local mm-hmm. ice cream shop yeah. here. In oh, the really? It's only here. Like, no, I oh, think it's okay, like okay. the West Coast. Started right? in Portland. Yeah, West started Coast. in Portland. Yeah, okay. I've really actually good. visited the original one a few years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's tasty. If you go to First SF, it's just down the block. It's true, Hayes Valley Sunday oh. tradition. Maybe that's oh, our yeah. fall tradition. <laughs> Do we have a fall tradition as well? That's it in the summer, so I don't know if it counts as a tradition. Just every season. Every season I, tradition. We, we, hey, we can I I can work on this. I promise okay. you guys. We will have a fall tradition of getting ice cream in the fall. Okay. Let's do it on Sunday after the quarterly meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I have a hot take about fall. I'm just I like as opposed to you tell Maybe that's just, your hot yeah, take. Yeah, I feel like my hot take is like fall is kind of overrated. Myth. I don't know. Yeah. Myth. And I know, I know, I know. But it's, it's literally my least favorite. Uh-huh. First of all, I'm literally freezing every second. What about your first fall? Nice. Fall. That's the only coats. that's the only good thing about fall. <laughs> my birthday. Okay. Actually, me was it born. isn't. I just realized it isn't because fall starts September twenty second. My birthday is September twenty first. So yeah, it's the day Some after. Years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. But yeah. Oh, okay, it does. Okay, what about winter? You're freezing in the winter. Winter. Exactly. But I don't know. Winter is Christmas. I associate and I actually love Christmas. Like I yeah, but then it's acceptable to be cold for Christmas, yes, but not for fall. Exactly. And That's, the snow looks beautiful on the I have, trees. But then yeah. Fall. I have a solution. Okay. You need to get some sweaters for the fall. Yeah. You need to get a warm fireplace. Do you like get to dress, some dress warm for the winter? No. So like <laughs> what, what did you say? That's, I was like, do you like to dress warm? Like like, no, like I want to maybe you wear my t-shirt. So maybe vibe. if you dressed warmer, you would enjoy the season more. I Get dress warm, warm, friends, but I don't want. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just it's. <laughs> guys, the colors, it's my hot take also, to have. The colors are. <laughs> See, I don't think the color thing is overrated. Like, I just don't get the whole changing leaves thing. I wear fall colors all year round. I have audience. I have had my masks match my outfit. That's true. All guys like, yeah. But that's like essentially my my color scheme Mm. of my my palette. My my mom got me some clothing. She's like, it's your color palette. I was like, oh dear God, I think I have a problem. You are a fall queen. Yeah, she's the one with flannel. I don't know. You're just giving up my converse. You are. You're like a fall SF queen. You have the Trader Joe's. Oh, the red hair, like, yeah. Yeah, wow. you are. You're like That's a beautiful good. fall leaf. But without the pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> You're an autumn <laughs> spice leaf. <laughs> Joel's you. grabbing the mic. Joel, 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 Joel is coming in. He's like, I have hot takes. Joel is joining you. What are your hot takes? <laughs> like I said, this is going to be a very controversial episode. Is a PSL good coffee, Joel? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. oh, speaking of fall, we also have maple leaf cookies. Trader mm. Joe's seasonal fall mm. d- food is delicious. Yeah. yeah. They're delicious. They're cider. So so good. 
They're okay, so... that I actually loved. Look that at that. That I loved. That was really I good. knew it was within yeah, you, Sumi. <laughs> I knew there was something the in fall you thing. loved. What is it? Their spice it's, cider. Yeah, it's this like... Mm. I forget what it's actually called. Something, something cider. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really good. It's and it's sold at Trader Joe's? Delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's called really something, something cider? Yeah, it I couldn't tell you, friends. Oh, <laughs> James. <laughs> Well, yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> James is entered. James is entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was awkward. Yeah, to hello, James, on the podcast. Joel, you're. Con- um. He's made it, folks. He's here. <laughs> okay, James, you entered at a perfect time because the next question, I assume you'd have an answer to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this question is Olga. Inspi- Olga brought up this question, but what is an embarrassing moment that happened in fall? Besides the one we just lived through. Yes. <laughs> Wait, it happened in autumn. Yes. In fall. Yes. <laughs> it could be about a fall. Oh. In the fall. Embarrassing moment that happened during the season of fall. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's such oh, a specific I, question. I know. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Wait, uh, embarrassing for me? Oh, sure. I have a great one. one. It just oh. happened today as oh. I came into the church. Excellent. So Sam and I were walking back. We had uh, lunch with a, uh, uh, some folks who are missionaries. And I like walked into, I was closing the gate to the church. And it has like a little metal thing at the top. And I smacked my head super Ooh. hard with it. Like, <laughs> I wondered what that was. It was like, <laughs> wait, is, it, is there something on my head? <laughs> is it? <laughs> For context, when you're looking mound. at James, he has kind of like a, a, a bump. Corn? He's got a he bump. has a bump on his forehead. I think oh, that's, it's that's a, why we're all shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even notice this. This is a <laughs> Yeah, I smacked it really hard, and I feel great. But there's eight of you right now, so. Oh, this is going to also be a very dramatic episode. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot going on right this now. There's a lot happening right now. Okay. It is fall. <laughs> how do we? How do we top that? Yeah, we can't. We have a Christmas episode in the future. Mm-hmm. I do have an embarrassing Christmas story. Oh, oh like, yeah. I will say I'll the say. biggest fall for. For me or our family was going back to the Christmas tree tradition. We would cut our Christmas trees, and we have a dog that we grew up with, and we would cut the trees ourselves, like or my our dad would, and we'd all obviously stand back. But this dog, our dog, used to just run around all the time. And there's one Christmas where the tree fell onto the dog. The dog is oh, fine. Our dog, David. she she's with the Lord now, but it wasn't because of the tree. It wasn't, or <laughs> so was I, because. No, it was like the the craziest, funniest, <laughs> insane story. And from that moment on, our mom would always hold our dog when we were cutting the tree because it would just like run around and get crushed what, by trees. What was your dog's it. name? Our dog's name was actually crazy. Wait, uh, that's the dog's name, name was crazy. Yeah, crazy. our sister renamed it after uh, adopting it from a shelter. It was like about to be put down. And oh, its original right. name was Daisy. And then mm-hmm. my sister was like, I hate that name. And she went with crazy, spelled C-R-K-R-A-Z-Z-E. Wow. Or I have a song. Yeah. You have a song. <laughs> Crazy got ran over. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my favorite. That's, my, that's a good fall memory, I think. <laughs> I think something I'm realizing during this conversation is that so much of the Christmas season takes place in fall. Yeah. yeah. I know. We gotta a, save not literally Christmas until the week episode. of Christmas. That fall is actually winter. It's preparation for Christmas. Wow. Okay. It sucks. Fall is the. 
This yes, fall is the pre-advent. <laughs> I have a major problem with that statement. Absolutely not. <laughs> Preparation summer for your is birthday. summer. It's it's not yeah, a means to an end. It is an end in and of itself. Uh, no. I say, I side with Sumi on this. Whoa. I side with Sumi on this. Summer is recovery from fall and winter. Mm. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Sumi's a little bit upset with me now. <laughs> no. Okay, well, Embarrassing fall story? You guys had the most time to prepare for this question. I guess it wasn't that embarrassing now that I think of it. Mine wasn't. No, it's <laughs> embarrassing um, for your dog. It's embarrassing, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tiny dog. It was a rat terrier, so Aww. it was... Yeah, I mean, it's like she's fine. Like she, it was, it was fine. It was fine. It was just more of a funny thing. Okay, maybe not funny, but <laughs> we can move forward and yeah, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Olga, I thought you had one when you. Oh, no? no, my embarrassing mm-hmm. moments are just really sad. Mm, okay, <laughs> like I have one for Christmas. It's funny if you have a a bit of a a, a weird sense of humor. Mm. Uh, for some people, it's just like, oh, that's so sad that happened to you on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's hilarious. But we'll save that for the Christmas episode. Okay. Do you guys have a movie or a TV show that you associate with fall? Or that, you, sorry, that you're cracking up? Or that you like to watch in fall? Yes. Yes. Gilmore Girls? Gilmore Girls. Oh, I feel you Gilmore on that. Girls. Gilmore Girls is... It, look, it's not... Is it... Is it all biblical? No. no. Is it, <laughs> or, does it show the fallenness of mankind? Yes. yes. Fallenness. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good to me. It shows fall and fallenness. <laughs> um, Gilmore Girls is a super cozy show. I, you know, you get made fun of it for watching it as a guy, but it's just like really cozy. It takes place in like a small northeastern mm-hmm. town, New England town. Um, it's about like small town life and what's great about it is like the stakes could not be lower. (laughs) The stakes are not high. The stakes are super low. It's like, uh, like one of the Gilmore girls is like got a B minus on a test and like, (laughs) how is she going to get into Yale anymore? It's just going to, like the stakes could not be lower, which I love. It's like very low stakes. Or it's about how do I get coffee? Yeah, that's true. They also like yeah. it's very realistic <laughs> yeah. to yeah. some extent. It actually makes sense because fall is very centered on coffee. I think the season of fall, like, super cozy show. Uh-uh. I guess I have to. I wouldn't agree check with that. I oh my gosh, so you need to, David. I completely Dude, agree. When with I was living with the fam- like when I was living with the Geekies yeah. for that time, their Francis and Margaret were so into Gilmore Girls, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I should just watch this. Yeah. Uh, well, Thank actually, you. best fall movie. Period, and I'll stand by this: the Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin episode. That's a classic. The Charlie Brown Charles movies, yeah. seasonal movies are like probably the best I, oh, ones yeah. in general. I agree. Yeah, um, doesn't beat it. Uh, Hallmark movies are coming out, guys. Mm-hmm. And I laughed because just yesterday they're like, you know, fall in love in a pumpkin patch. And I was like, <laughs> I'm watching it. Like, <laughs> there's no plot. And that is okay. You're the person who they're marketing to. (laughs) They found me. Oh my God. And I willingly was found. Yeah, I feel like Hallmark seasonal movies are so. You know what? You're. James, what you said captures it. It's very, very low stakes. Like it's there's the problems are not very real. Sometimes when they are real in a Hallmark movie, it shocks me. I was like, wow, this is like actual real. Uh, but usually it's like you know someone's 
pumpkin patch is like un- going under and someone Aww. rescues it. <laughs> hey, you are not wrong. I did watch a Hallmark film recently. It was, I cringed for the first 50. I was like, this is really bad. And I was like, eh, yeah, but then, but then you get invested and you know how it ends and it's mm-hmm. just not realistic, but I don't even need a plot. So Hallmark movies always end well. Yes. They do. And, uh, they always give you that really good feeling. Just do. in case that didn't get like caught on the mic, James asked, do Hallmark movies always end well? Yeah. Because he doesn't have a uh, mic right now. Hallmark. You know, if they make a Hallmark film where it doesn't end well, that's going to be that's gonna be a huge shocker. I think it will like put, will like be that's, ripple affecting. That's the Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah, that's Lifetime. The, the Lifetime yeah. movie is where it goes yeah, terribly like, wrong. It, 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 it goes wrong often. Who watches them? People do. <laughs> I have watched a couple of those, not going to lie. Yeah. Are they good? In my youth. Maybe not. <laughs> No, uh, slightly better than Hallmark movies. Oh my slightly gosh! Than <laughs> I think. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to have. I used to get a haircut from somebody who used to watch live shows. Okay, oh, Joe, oh, excuse me. Of course. Joe's a closet. What are they? Lifetime movies. <laughs> I think. I think what's really fun about Lifetime and Hallmark for me is that I like watching for the production value of trying to catch. I was like, oh, that's that's definitely like fake. There's your fake snow that looks like cotton, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I like, I don't, I'm not really yeah. paying attention to the story. I'm watching for the production and how, like, yeah. just like the the little fun Easter eggs. Of, yeah. Where Makes things sense. go wrong, I'm how, like, that's a really. They're bad all thing. filmed well, in Vancouver in July. How B-rated can this movie be? Yes. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh, so, it's just so it's entertaining in that sense. There are a few that have been recently set in Helen, Georgia, James, oh, and I'm just like, Helen does not look like that, but I'm here for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen, Georgia, is like a I don't know Alpine, like German inspired type of town in northern in the north georgia mountains and it's been featured recently in a few hallmark feature films mm-hmm. yeah it's delightful. are there palm trees no no in the movie for no this it's town? they show snow uh-huh. and that's just not realistic of mm-hmm. georgia on christmas during christmas so makes sense yeah or the fall okay so our last question because fall includes thanksgiving is what are you thankful for right now that was a sigh. Oh, <laughs> we're now <laughs> silent. Should I change Tabitha the question? Is thankful for nothing. <laughs> no, oh no, it's just—it's so funny because we've been laughing and we laughed at James a little bit about his mm. fall. And we've been talking about spicy things and autumn spice things. So for you, Olga, like I don't know, bringing it back to like, okay, what am I actually grateful for? It's serious question um, yeah. alright what am I grateful for sure I will continue <laughs> you started I did but I was more just reflecting or take, soaking in the question um, I feel like this year has been a year of a lot of learning and awareness to my own limitations which is very humbling when it comes to like relationships when it comes to like I don't know, a lot of things. So I am just grateful for the Lord's like spirit and conviction and I'm grateful for uh, like friendships. I'm grateful for, um, yeah, I'm grateful for friendships a lot and for family. I'm grateful my dad is still with us. Um, yeah. 
yeah, I'm grateful for, I feel like this year has been a lot of relational growth as well. Um, so it's been good. Um, someone else go. Yeah. I just hummed. <laughs> <laughs> Jeopard, our Jeopardy music. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually sweating. Like that question. Made me <laughs> wow, I'm so it's a really sorry. Hard question. Like, I knew that's a very easy question. Yeah, I think like, 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 think about it. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Yeah, you're next. I don't know. What am I grateful for? I think there's a lot of things I'm grateful for. I think I think just where I'm at and with my relationships with the people in my life, I think are really good. And moving into this new place with James, shout out to James and Caleb. Uh, It's been really great, like starting to do that again and hanging hanging out with each other. But actually, yeah, I think really this year also just like so much about like just learning about how I react or how just learning more about myself. Like Tabitha was saying, I think that's such a very interesting thing. I think that we're all kind of like maybe learning after COVID, like we've had a lot of time by ourselves. And so we're learning a lot more about ourselves now and it's been really fun. And yeah, I I don't know. That's a tough question. Honestly. Wow. (laughs) It's hard to think on the spot, like what you're grateful for. Obviously you're grateful for all the things that you already have in your life but i don't know i guess i'm going next (laughs) because i had all eyes on me um i'd say i'm thankful that this year i haven't this is the first year i have not moved which my brain definitely doesn't know quite what how to handle that like hey why are you not packing up right now (laughs) um so I'm, i'm really thankful for that of being able to not move this year um and i'm weirdly enough i'm really thankful for the struggles and the difficult uh chapter and events that have happened in my life because i'm really thankful for a lot of that time to process things with with god um and just seeing where that goes in life. So in a way, I'm thankful for that, just for the difficulties, even though um, they weren't fun in the moment. But when mm-hmm. I'm looking back now, I'm kind of like, I am excited and thankful for the change and the things that God have has revealed um, about himself and then the things that I have learned in those moments. Wow. Because I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd want to ever, I don't know if I'd want to go back to that person or that version of me pre those events to who I am now. Um, yeah. I guess I could go next. I think we're going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, I'm, I guess like, Coming into this fall, I was really worried about like how my mental states would be because last fall was really, really hard for so many reasons. So I was kind of worried that this fall would be like, yeah, significantly hard. But at least thus far, it's like been, it's been pretty chill. I feel like, yeah, it's been, yeah, all right. Yeah, which has been 
pretty good but i'm also really thankful for my job like i'm so so grateful for my job like even through all the hard moments i yeah i feel like i'm i'm grateful that i get to do a job that i enjoy i feel like that's such a privilege to have to to have a job that you enjoy and yeah to have a job with like good people around you and to because we do our we work for so many hours so it's nice to have a job that even after the hard days i feel like fulfilled and satisfied mm. which is yeah so i'm grateful for that Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm definitely also grateful to live with uh, folks from church. I feel like that has been a big improvement um, for the quality of my life. Um, also grateful for my job. I, I love, I love my work. So I think that's that's uh, something I'm very grateful for. Um, and church community for sure is like always something that I'm very grateful for. Sorry for the noise. We are sharing mics. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, I think just as we I look at this last year, um, I think especially not knowing where I was going to be at this point, even last year, um, I mean, I'm just thankful just for, I think just people willing to help me out, whether I wanted the help or not. Um, cause sometimes I needed the help and I didn't want to actually do things I needed to do. So, I mean, like I'm finally on the red, right medication right now for my depression and all that stuff. Like, you know, for the first half of year, I have, you know, a lot of, you know, suicidal thoughts and all that stuff. But now I'm, you know, kind of now going through, I've been in a year in counseling and I feel like I'm on the right medication. I'm like, I'm probably the clearest my head has been since I was like 22. Mm-hmm. coming out of college yeah. so like i actually like i feel like i'm actually in the right frame of mind to actually like think and you know i think cindy's over like trying to process what mm-hmm. the last you know you know 15 years of my life mm-hmm. have been like and trying to work through that um but now i feel like i'm like okay and now I, my brain's clear um i'm not exactly sunshine and lollipop still but um <laughs> I'm still, you know, I'm, but I'm able to like, okay, now let's, let's work through this. So, but I mean, like, even in that, I'm just been thankful, so thankful for, I think similar to James, like just the work environment I've had here, just community I've had here at the church, um, just, you know, the staff that's here that supported me so much through kind of like this kind of last year has been really hard. Um, And just community, you know, you guys and just different communities that I've been part of here. So, um, yeah, so it's been like, you know, Little did I know I'd be doing this at this point, you know, that's so like kind of unexpected things in life. So mm-hmm. um, we're on the 12th, was it 12th episode now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been doing this for like almost a year now, which is yeah. crazy to think January about. So like, yeah, so much has happened in a short amount of time. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's really been cool to see and be part of like, just kind of the, this kind of process and just like never, I think I'm learning to appreciate now, like not knowing what the next step is mm-hmm. as hard uh, as hard as that is mm-hmm. sometimes when maybe kind of how the surprises kind of kick in i'm just like oh okay that's kind of cool so yeah so it's been yeah so definitely grateful i think probably anything just grateful for like community and um, just in a lot of different ways cool i think that was a beautiful <laughs> way to close that off we can just quickly get to why he solves your problems which is always what we end on And this person says, I want to change when corrected, but I often get defensive when my faults are pointed out. How do I overcome this? Wow. 
<laughs> Pursuing unity and the bond of peace. Like. <clears throat> to quote one, no, one <laughs> David, it sounds like you're I was just gonna someone. do a very j- joke, but I was gonna okay. say to quote uh, Kendrick Lamar: "Sit oh. down, be humble." <laughs> oh, you had it here first. To the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing you know, poet. I would say with the defensiveness, I would say to this person. Mm, may want to sit down and try to wrestle with why are you getting defensive? Mm. Yeah. Figure out what's going on in you. Um, Because it could be what the, it could be playing devil's advocate. could be what the person's bringing is maybe not the truth. And maybe you don't actually have to work in it, but you need to sit down and wrestle with that and really wrestle. Where's that defensiveness coming from? Um, to help understand yourself a little bit on that front. Because I'd say defensiveness is usually, not all the time, it could be a sign of um, you're uncomfortable with this. You may be a sign that you are struggling with perfectionism. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's other things that are popping up. Um, So that would be my take on that. Cool. I would say that... um Going off of that, that it's really easy to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Like, well, I know my heart. Like, I know where I'm coming from. Um, and to the person, like, well, clearly you're in the, like, I feel like it's interesting that we always think, we always, we're always convinced our, of our own, like, innocence and, and intentions. Like, well, I'm sorry it came across that way, but I know my heart. Like, I know. Where. And so I feel like. Um, putting or like showing a lot of humbleness, according to the great you know philosopher that uh, David quoted <laughs> earlier, um, but truly like like a posture of humbleness and saying, okay, like I might be right, but I also might be wrong. Like coming to the table and working on communication and coming to a posture of just humility and humbleness, and um, just shout out to like dating relationships everywhere. Like this really is refining and like coming to the table. Like so, like being in that type of relationship has really forced me to really recognize ways that I come to the table with a lot of defensiveness because I feel like I'm really right. I'm like, okay, what's the goal here? I think really assessing how I'm communicating and why I'm communicating certain things, even just recognizing my own triggers has been an awareness. I would say like grow an awareness, like maybe what's, what is it that's setting you off and um, be humble. And love well, but be humble. Yeah. yeah, on a more serious note, I think it also, uh, like, the things that we get defensive about the most are the things that we think we know the most about, typically, mm. I think. Like, you always like, oh, I know more than this person, yeah. so why are they even commenting yeah. on this? Because I'm in the right. <laughs> and I think it's all about humility. It's like, you know, I think when you kind of, like, acknowledge or go into situations, like, being like, oh, I might you might think you're the smartest person, but it's like going into situations being like, I'm not the smartest person in the room here or being always willing to like, listen, I think being able to be like taught or coachability is like one of the greatest mm-hmm. things. Cause like you might be wrong on something and you might think that you're like right on it, but you know, looking at things from different perspectives, everyone has like a good perspective to give. It may not be right, but it's a different perspective that you can maybe take a grain of salt from that thing and apply it to whatever you're, 
feeling like defensive about. Be teachable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this has been, I think for my, for myself, it's been like an interesting journey. Like I remember like 20 year old version, but yeah, maybe just coming out of college, you can tell me something I'm like, Oh sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Like middle mid thirties, almost to 40 version of myself is like, no, this is the way it is. Um, <laughs> and ironically, I've become more stubborn as I've gotten older. Um, but I think something I've really learned in the last, probably in the even since taking this job is it's my it's been the first time you know and I work at, and I work in the creative field so it's so subjective. Um, even it comes harder because of the level of subjectivity of your aesthetic or mm. um, the way you view you know beauty and all that stuff. Um, just how all that comes into play when you're trying to work on creative projects um, and trying to learn for myself. Like, um, I'm, I believe strongly in like what I, what, in my vision, I'm realizing it when I think kind of the humility thing when we talked about is very much realizing, okay, how much do I need to hold on to this? Mm. Um, I think part of that, I think for me, kind of in this, I think especially in the context of the job that I have now where, this is the first time I'm working with a design team where in the last couple of churches I worked for, I've only been the only designer, produ- like production person. Mm-hmm. Where here I have, you know, either Resign or David or other people. Like I am working with other people on these projects, which actually has been very helpful just because I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is good. And then we willing to like, yeah, this looks terrible or whatever. Just make, fix this a little bit. Um, and being willing to, I guess in humility and all just, just like realizing, I guess kind of like pulling back a little bit from something like realizing even in the midst of anything, like, you know, in my own pride and kind of stubbornness, I'm like realizing, okay, maybe there is a bigger picture that I'm not seeing here. So, um, yeah. So especially coming from the world of the creativeness and perfectionism and all that stuff, there's, mm. that's always a constant, <laughs> that's the constant struggle that's always going to be there. So I'm moving the mic over to James. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I have to say something. That James <laughs> I think for me, like something I've realized is like the places I'm most stubborn about changing are typically places where there's some kind of um, there's some kind of idol there that has to be removed, and it's typically mm-hmm. that's why it's difficult to accept feedback from other people or accept reprimand from other people who care about you. That's, I think some, which is, I think good to realize because then you, you can think about that situation and just see like, is there some kind of like idol here? That is why I'm so defensive about this aspect of how I live or, or uh, how I treat other people or, you know, the decisions I make in life. Um, and then I think, like, you know, I think you, I think, Olga, I think you're right that it doesn't necessarily, like, someone, one person coming to you and telling you, like, hey, you should change this about yourself. <laughs> um, in a Christian context, it's not always right, right? Sometimes people can have, you know, they maybe not, they maybe don't know the whole situation. So I think if you think that's the case, I would go to a couple of other people that you trust who are believers and get their perspective on it, ask them, like, hey, you know, some like someone told me this about myself, um, and that I should change. You know how I how I live, um, and you know, see if other people agree. See if other people think that's a problem in your life, and 
like it sounds like you, like you don't think it's a problem, right? Like you're or or I mean, it, it could be that you you do think it's a problem. You just don't want to change. But I, I would go and see, find some other people and get their perspective. And if they also think the same thing, then yeah, maybe maybe that's something you need to grow into and you have to kind of work on. Um, and I think the other thing I'd say too is like changing is hard. So so I would find people like if you if you you've realized you need to work on something, you need to change something about yourself. I would find two other people who are who have accomplished something or have done something or who are you know further along in maturity in that aspect of their lives whether it's patience or whether it's uh you know discipline and i would just spend a lot of time with those two people and let yourself kind of soak in how other people who have this character trait or this maturity you don't have, let that kind of soak, uh, let yourself kind of soak in that um, by putting yourself around these people as much as you can. So that would be a couple of uh, words of advice. Um, But yeah. Cool. I don't think I actually have much to add (laughs) to this. Yeah, I think they were all good thoughts. I really did appreciate what you said, Olga, about like the different reasons that could be causing this. Because I do think, for example, you mentioned perfectionism. That is like also a potential. Like maybe you do think you you should be perfect in many ways, but also just remembering that you aren't. Like there are areas where you you are mistaken. Yeah, so I don't know. I agree. Um, I have something to add, actually, um, to that. Uh, I throw out this in a sense of when you do get defensive about mm-hmm. something, view it as kind of um, just as a car has warning lights of like, hey, check your engine. Mm-hmm. View that as a check the engine mm-hmm. and take that time to sit with yourself because the feelings that we do have that come up, defensiveness or anger or sadness, those are check engine lights. Check what is popping them up. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a car. So it's not good or bad to be defensive, mm-hmm. but you got to figure out why so you can deal with it. Yeah, I think I completely agree with that, actually. Yeah. That is really good. Cool. Wonderful way to end. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening to our fall podcast episode. And just in case we don't see you guys until like past Thanksgiving or Reformation Day, happy Reformation Day, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. And yeah, I hope you continue to be thankful in your lives to the people around you. Yeah, we'll see you in our next episode. Bye.